0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Hubworld Podcast. Today's episode will have us covering September 14, 2023's Nintendo Direct. My name is Mateo and today I'm joined by Dino and Jules. Whether you're joining us from YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify, be sure to like and subscribe. Now, let's talk about presentation
1: let's uh let's talk so just as we normally do with a nintendo direct we'll go through the direct itself and just kind of talk about things as they come up we'll also probably skip some things um but let's just uh get this rolling so i'm going to
0: start the direct here so we start with uh a good pal splatoon 3 dlc I kind of was surprised that they started with this cuz normally like you start and finish with a really really big announcement but so going into this I'm like oh well Splatoon we kind of already knew that but the more this went on the more I was like really kind of blown away with yeah. how this game looks like it's basically it's a roguelike
1: right It look yeah it looks like it's like a mix of like Salmon Run with, like, the main game campaign, it looks like they're really, like, um, playing around with it and, like, trying to make it the Octo expansion. I love how it focuses on Marina and Pearl. um, Mm -hmm. Because this Octoling character here says that she knows Marina. um, And then that robot is named Pearl. Pearl, And so, I guess, is Pearl. Um, And I just love the concept here about, like, how the the final Splatoon Two Splatfest was Chaos versus Order and the winner was Chaos and that's how they decided to do the setting of Splatoon 3, but this side order is supposed to be like what if Order had won? Like what what mm-hmm. would they have done if if it had been the other way around. So I, I really like how this is very aesthetically and tonally different than the main campaign. It makes it very interesting.
2: Well, like even from what we've seen of this uh, as well, I noticed a bit like even the a lot of the colors like it is very like oh okay like order white clean pastel kind of like colors and stuff like even the inks and all that kind of stuff are kind of there. It's very muted. A lot of these things like that, like this right here, um, you can kind of see like I think those are the what appears to be like the ink colors and stuff on there and it's just like that's just one thing that i kind of picked up on i'm not i know it's not like super like earth shattering or anything like that but i i really like that they're even going down to like even just like the in-game colors and color palettes and things like that as well i thought it was cool yeah
0: Mm -hmm. those chip things that you get for i guess just progressing the game will probably impact your color based on what we've seen so like they said like it adds color to the world or something like that yeah, I really like that. I noticed that too. And also the fact that they're letting us play as like an
1: octo expand. Uh, sorry, an octoling really gives the vibes of Octo Expansion again. And I wonder if that's also because like thematically, you know, like that this order world will be kinda like ruled by inklings. And so Octolings being the rebellious ones might need to take the world back. Mm. Ooh. I actually didn't think about that. Especially because Marina's gone, right? Like Marina's an Octoling. Mm-hmm right so it could have that kind of like tonal thing Could be could be do you think the telephone is uh going to be the villain again uh maybe maybe <laughs> um is there anything you else
0: Platoon, Yeah, y'all want to talk about i'm 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 kind of surprised uh about the release timing of this if i recall right. correctly like did they say it was supposed to come out this year no um oh uh
1: that i don't remember i th- i thought so um, I thought that they had said this year when they it was first announced. But I'd have to fact check that one. Um, mm-hmm. They may have never given it a date. I don't remember anything about a date. But yeah, but yeah like uh,
0: coming next year. Next year, so. which,
1: which honestly, I I think is fine. I, as we'll kind of like probably talk about as we go through this direct. I like twenty twenty three has been like an incredible year for gaming, not just for Nintendo but for everybody. And I'm very much anticipating 2024 is going to be the exact opposite. Um, And this Direct, to me, spells a lot of that. Not because the games that they announced don't look interesting, but because I think next year is going to be just a very sparse year with um, what looks like Nintendo gearing up for a new system, Sony kind of playing all their cards really early, and so now I think next year could be their drought. And then Microsoft's still acquiring studios. So next year might be a little bit. Not that it's like Microsoft has a lot of dry years, but like I don't think they're going to be at like a heavy year where they're releasing a bunch of games. Like I think next year will be a dry year because this year was so heavy. Yeah, just too much. Just in comparison to 2023. Like as a consequence of. I don't even think in comparison to twenty twenty three. I think just like in general, because twenty twenty three, yeah, like you know said, like in consequence of like all the big stuff released this year. So next year is not going to have a lot of stuff. Um, I don't even think it'll be in comparison to twenty twenty three. I think it'll just be in general a very sparse year, which is why I'm actually refreshed that a game like this, like the expansion, comes out in twenty twenty four. Because it'll give me something to play. Because if this came out this year, like this fall, I have too many games to play. I would not play this. But if it comes out next year, where it's looking to be a bit sparse, like I, I probably will. Um, so that that has me excited. Honestly, good start. Is this was a good start to the? It was. It, it does look cool. I definitely Incopulus did not um, interest me, but Side Order has sold me on this DLC. I definitely want it now. Um
0: uh, yes, the first of many things that leaked before the direct. Yeah. Um I, I knew about this game as well. Um I I, mean, I didn't
2: I didn't follow any of the like leaks or whatever I saw so I'm like, why the heck are they doing this of all things? Like you know Mario, I, I don't know, like Mario vs. Donkey Kong was like one of those games that I had like I had the sequel on my DS and I remember just playing that game. I didn't even bother finishing it because it was just that
1: boring. I don't know how like anyone can play this and feel excited. It's... So here's a here's my thing about it. I, I, I kind of agree with you. This is an exciting game. This is a puzzle game, right? Like like it's a it's a cute game. It's a fun game. I, I actually really like the Mario vs Donkey Kong games. This one was originally on Game Boy Advance. Yeah, this is a remake of the first one. Um, now here's my big thing. A game like this has no reason to be remade. Singularly, for a system like Switch, even with the visual upgrade, and be charged the price that they're asking. Like in Canada, it's sixty four ninety nine. In the states, it's forty nine ninety nine. Like this game really should have been the Advance Wars treatment, and it should have been a remake of all of the Mario versus Don Kong games into one package, and still be at that discount price. Because this game is like, like don't get me wrong, like Mario versus Don Kong can be fun. But it's not a lot of content like it, it really is not It it is a puzzle game and it is a puzzle game from the 2000s that was made for a handheld console so it's quite sparse on content at its base. And I don't think a visual upgrade of this game really warrants the price tag. I think it's cool that they want to do this, but I really think it should have been like either a very, very cheap game, like a $30 game, or they should have made it more like Advance Wars Collection, where it was like multiple games remastered into one for one big
0: price. Because really, they should have just put this on NSO and not done the upgrade. I've played, I think, three Mario vs. Donkey Kong games. I've played this one. I've played... The sequel, and I played, I think it was Tipping Stars. I think that was a 3DS one. I don't even know how many games are in the series off the top of my head, but I can fact check for you right now. But, but continue. Anyways, this is the best Mario vs. Donkey Kong game by far because the minis stuck. The whole idea of them was just really lame. So, and this is really reminiscent of basically Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., and then uh donkey kong 94 on game boy which is really 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 good so this is sort of like the spiritual successor of the original donkey kong series and i honestly don't think 65 dollars is too much to pay for it because we we also don't really know if they're adding anything new aside from multiplayer like maybe if there's another direct in january or before this game comes out maybe they've added content like I'm I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt for now. But I think it's important that this game came out and it's not like it's a new Mario versus Donkey Kong game like they remastered an old game. The cinematics look incredible. Yeah, I would have preferred like an actual like Donkey Kong Country game, but I'm sure that's coming. This is this is better than The alternative in which in my opinion like the the, any mini mario versus donkey kong game is just like i'm not even going to consider it i will buy this if it goes on sale or if it if it has new stuff announced i actually might buy this when it comes out because i really really enjoyed this game when i played it on game boy advance
1: like i did too but i guess i'm just like i i don't think it is worth the money also to fact check there are seven Mario vs. Donkey Kong games. Because
0: there was an Amiibo what? one too, wasn't there, on Wii U?
1: Yeah, I know. I was also shocked. There was um, the original, this one, is a Game Boy Advance game. Yep. And then there was a sequel two years later for the DS. That was the first time that they did like the minis. Yep. and then uh there was a third game for DSI Wear. that gives me retro game vibes and then a a third or sorry a fourth game for nintendo ds and then a um fifth game for the 3ds that was only download and then there was a wii u one
0: apparently
1: that the I have no idea is either about. Tipping
0: Stars. There's more yeah, than Tipping mini, Stars. Miniland Mayhem is one of them as well. Yeah, and that was, was one of the ones I've
1: already said. And then there was an Amiibo Challenge one, which was yeah. a Nintendo eShop game. That was a free one. Yeah, that one was lame to be honest. Yeah. So either way, one. like realistically, this game could have been a pack-in of the first game, like the first three games, like not not the DSI where one, but like the the first. Proper three games, like the the Game Boy Advance one, the sequels on DS, like the those ones easily could have probably been one pack in game and probably should have been.
0: Um, But you know, it is what it is. But this one's the most different out of all of them, though. That's because like it's the only one in the series where you play as Mario, and the way Mario moves is way different compared to the way the minis move. Like if they packed all the the ones from two onwards. That would have been fine, but like this one, I think it wouldn't have been like as simple as porting the two Advance Wars games onto Switch and putting them in a collection because functionally those are the exact same; they can run on the same engine, they play the same way. This Mario vs. Donkey Kong is the only Mario vs. Donkey Kong game that plays differently fundamentally compared to the and, other one. And I get that, but at the same time, I'm also like. They're not
1: long or complicated games. I'm sure they easily could have done it. I know 64.99 is a a reduced price, but like, look at other games that are 64.99, right? Like that they release. So I look at a game like, like Metroid Prime Remastered. Like, uh that game has way more content than this game, like incredibly so, right? And Metroid Prime, re- like original, when it launched, wasn't like whatever a GameCube game was, so whatever sixty to eighty dollars versus. Mario vs. Don Kong when it originally launched was like a 30 forty dollar game because it was on Game Boy Advance. So I'm also kind of I just like that. That's just where I'm at. I'm like I I don't think that there's anything wrong with remaking this game. I think they did it in the wrong way. Like I I really think like asking sixty four ninety nine for this game is insane. Much. Um. Also, just as on little thing where we are going to stop the podcast and replay it the amiibo for zelda just went up on uh best buy so you guys better go get them yep i'm doing that as we speak a few moments later we took a brief intermission from the podcast because oddly enough something we'll be talking about later in the podcast um but some of the amiibo that were announced later in the podcast just went up on uh best buy so we took a little uh intermission to purchase them now -hmm. that they've been purchased we return back to our regularly scheduled program and we're going to move on from mario versus donkey kong
0: they had to drop the middle of us recording
1: yeah like Like, of course right
0: at any time in the last 12 hours since the direct happened or after we're done recording but no it had to be right now had to be it's
1: it's just it's how it is Um, In any case, um, let's get this rolling and see what's next on this uh, vid. So, uh, Prince of Persia, I think we've talked about this before. Um, Looks cool. Another game that I think is too expensive for me to want to buy right away, but I definitely want to play this game. It looks like a solid Metroidvania. Like, I'm very impressed by it.
2: Now, one thing that this uh, specific, like, trailer... um... Had me question was: Is this character the prince, or is he saving the prince? Because I, I, I thought I thought that this was the
1: prince, and then it's like, oh, save the prince. I don't know anything about Prince of Persia, so I would not be able to tell you. But maybe it is about saving the prince.
0: Someone use this part of the direct to talk about Prince of Persia and Nintendo Live quickly, because I yeah, remember this being do, pretty do. lame. In all honesty. Yeah. Uh, But anyways, yeah, Prince of Persia was playable at Nintendo Live, and based on everything we've seen of it so far, it looks like my type of game. I love Metroidvanias, and I'm somewhat of a Prince of Persia fan, so totally my genre. But unfortunately, at PAX West this year, Nintendo Live was exclusive to Americans. Canadians physically could not attend the event, and in all honesty, I think that's a really bad look for Nintendo to not allow people to go to their event just based on the country of origin. So... Maybe if they have this event next year that they'll fix that and allow Canadians or anyone else to go to this event. Because PAX is all about inclusivity and a lot of Western Canadians attend that event every year. So yeah, just back to Prince of Persia. That game looks incredible and I am definitely looking forward to it. It's probably a day one purchase for me. So anyways, I just thought I'd talk about that.
1: Now Super Mario RPG. Um, But Super Mario RPG, we obviously know about this. So what do you guys think?
0: It's more of what I thought it was going to be like I'm I've read online that this game is actually like really short in comparison to other RPGs like it's like a 15-20 hour game. So I hearing that cuz I've never played Mario RPG before it really tempered my expectations of like what can they really change in such a short game but uh they added the super meter here I heard with all these moves and then also there's not mentioned in the direct there is multiple difficulty options there's the ability to shift the soundtrack from the original soundtrack to the remastered one and then also here that says that you can fight bosses again after you beat the game and they are way harder this time the second time around so yeah that's actually really exciting I think yeah. that's a cool feature that they've added. So, like, I, I think they're doing a good job. They're letting us eat very well. I'm looking forward to it. Like, I, we get to see what the, fu- the the fuss is all about with this game and, and see if Geno is really, truly warranted to be in Smash Bros. Heck, like, after I play this game, maybe I'll become, like, the Internet's biggest Geno fanboy and, like, be super rah 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 when the next Smash Bros comes out, and like try to will Gino into existence in Smash Bros, but Mateo, I'm so glad that you think of me that way. Yeah, let's you deserve not
2: to be in there, Gino.
0: Yeah, yes, I,
1: I'm totally okay with Gino never being a, in Smash. Well, how rude! We don't need Gino in the game. We need the Cloud Dude, Mallow. No, Mallow. No, if That's... Gino is relevant enough to be in Smash Bros after this game has been remade then so are plenty of other characters as we will talk about later in the podcast.
0: Oh, I know where you're going. I'll leave that. it
1: at that. <laughs> so, I'm just going to leave it at that for now and we will return to the Geno slander later. Um, now, this next one was... Oh, this one. I'm also we can skip this. by Pyro.
0: Well, this is kind of cool though. Like,
1: Well, I'm going to at least fast forward through it because it's a long yeah. trailer and I don't have enough to say
0: about it. Yeah. Another code was a, or I could get the names messed up. Basically, the first game in this series was a DS game. The second game, never released in North America, it released in Europe and in Japan. So this is the first time it's being playable. They're complete remakes, and I'm kind. Of, I really like that Nintendo's doing this. Like they did it with the Famicom Detective Club games a few years back. They're doing it with another code recollection. They've done it with Advanced Wars. Like, Nintendo remaking forgotten games from their past. The fact that this is happening is really cool, and it it just shows that nothing is too obscure to to come back, which might get touched on a little later as well. But it's coming out relatively soon. Like, this is the first release of the year for them. And yeah, like I actually might pick this up because I really want to get into like visual or uh, is it visual novels as the genre?
1: Yeah, visual novel. So, it, it it's definitely more of a puzzle game than a visual novel, from what I can tell. Like it's more like a latent than a
0: Phoenix, right? I might give this a try one day. Same thing with the Famicom Detective Club games. It's something that maybe if there's a lull in new releases at some point next year, because it certainly certainly won't be this year. I actually might try some of these games out because from what i heard like there's a lot of people really excited about this so it might be worth the try and you can use vouchers on this if you're interested cuz these are first party nintendo games hey
1: i mean that's also positive um all i thought about when i watched this was how much she was grunting <laughs> hey she's like really? she
0: should be in smash bros she's going to be in the next smash bros game
1: I... All right. <laughs> I sincerely I, already...
0: hope I forgot not. her name. I forgot her name, but I could see it. Um
1: anyway, now to a wonderful Nintendo female character. Um Princess Peach. We finally get to see a little bit about her adventure. Um I'm so... getting,
0: like Luigi's mansion vibes from this and like Balin Wonderworld.
1: Yeah, do do we know <laughs> who's developing this? Is it is it good feel?
0: I don't know who's making it. Like but after seeing this, I wouldn't be surprised if it was next-level games. Oh, maybe. It, it's
1: definitely interesting because it's um, very different. It gives me Kirby vibes, actually, um, in terms of the idea of, like, like we'll, we'll see. She goes into costumes and stuff, and that's yeah, how... I, I, I was making those
2: types of comments of, like, oh, look, it's it's Sword Peach, and it's Magnifying
1: Glass Peach, and now it's Chun-Li Peach. It's it's cool but like it also looks like I don't I don't know like if it's Kirby esque cuz Kirby's very like you know copy abilities are like things that you choose in the levels where it seems like this is like each level will have like a costume tied to it that's like used to complete the level because if you notice when she goes into the level it has the like sword symbol on it or it has the the other symbols on it so it's like I think each level will be based around a costume yeah
0: there was one actually earlier, uh, like it was. There was a door with a kunai on it, and maybe there's Ninja they, Peach? they haven't shown Ninja Peach in this, so Ninja Peach is probably going to be another one as well. But um, yeah, like obviously, like this game was shown in the last direct, but we didn't know the title of it. But Pioro, who leaked everything from the last direct and this direct, also said this game's title in a tweet, and it was true. And I don't know if it was or if it was someone else, but they said that the um, gameplay and like the puzzle solving is very similar to classic Paper Mario. But I don't remember the the there being like that like intricate or any sort of advanced puzzles in those games. Like it was very like straightforward. Um, so.
1: No, I, th- there were some decent puzzles in, in Paper Mario, but it doesn't look like these are intricate. They're probably yeah. more like simple, but. I don't think it's as like quirky or as unique as something like Luigi's Mansion.
0: Definitely not. Um,
1: but it it it's still refreshing to see that Peach is getting a game, and that it does look very chill and relaxed, and puts Peach into a lot of different roles. And we're getting a lot of Peach love lately, right? Like they really have upgraded her at this point. Like she is no longer going to be. I don't honestly. I don't know if ever. I think I'm I think I, I truly believe like moving forward, I don't think Peach is ever gonna be the damsel in any Mario game other than maybe the three D platforming Mario's. But I think like all the two D Mario's, like anything reminiscent of the three D world, and like her obviously her own spin off stuff, like I, I really do think they're gonna start to let Peach be playable. They're like they're not gonna do like Mario Luigi Toads anymore. Like they they really are just gonna treat her like what she should have been treated like for a long time like the the third protagonist well she
2: was one of the playable characters in the original mario 2 so
1: yeah but yeah. that was it like it was there and then a big big lull until basically 3d world yeah cause she wasn't in new super mario bros yeah like that's the thing is people when they talk about mario wonder they talk about like oh my god daisy's here oh my god toadad is here like like they're uh, Yoshi, all these characters, but like people forget, like, this is also the first time since Mario Bros. 2 that Peach has been playable in a 2D Mario game.
0: But going back to this game, like, I'm hoping that this is suffering from like the first time Nintendo shows a game, like, it's always like it's least interesting. Like, m- maybe if there's another direct by the time this game comes out and they show it again, it looks a lot more enticing, but like, this did not do it for me. At all, like this trailer, like it, it game looks so boring and mundane. I don't, I don't like saying this, but like it, it feels like a, it, or it looks like a baby game. Like, but,
1: but no, what it probably is. Like that's the thing is we have, have to
0: remember. To be, why does it have to be that though? If that's the way it is, I feel like, like this is a big moment game. Like Super Princess Peach had its flaws and probably wouldn't be made in the same way if it was made today. So like this is. Peach's, like, triumphant return in her own game, and you're gonna make a game that's, like, super simplistic and and blah. Like, it just... like Visually, it's stunning. But,
1: but... the intention of this game at the end of the day is for young girls. Right? So at the end of the day, like, I, I do think they don't care. Like, I, it isn't about making it the most complex game. And the thing is, at the end of the day as well, sure, like, these trailers haven't made it look like the most exciting but like for example yoshi's crafted world i felt the same thing right up until i played it and then i played it i was like yeah this game is chill and yeah like it is a baby game in the sense that there's like no difficulty but it's still fun and like that's what i'm hoping this game's gonna be like is it's not gonna be difficult like most Mario games aren't difficult at the end of the day but there's a, a, a little semblance of challenge but like when you look at like Yoshi for example as a base like especially what Yoshi's become Yoshi hasn't been challenging in a long time um, it has very much been about just like the experience and Kirby is also very similar in some capacities so I, I I'm expecting that like I'm going into this expecting like Kirby Yoshi energy rather than like Mario energy
0: it has been potential because like it, it looks like there is a hub world here. Hey there's, yeah there's the main room <laughs> and it has like, all the doors with the symbols on them. It could be like a really cool like 3D platformer because it has the makings and like the, the bones of one it seems like but uh another thing that Gino and I were actually talking about during the direct you see, like there's the, the chef guy and like the adventure or the, det- the detective guy there. Yeah, the wiggler people. Are those creatures already established in the Mario universe? I'm pretty sure those are new. Because like they look, al- they look al- like if I if I can find the image between now and when this episode released, I'll post it here over top of this. But like I could have sworn I've seen these guys somewhere before. Mateo, They're very familiar. They are wigglers. They're not wigglers.
1: They have the yellow and they have the big red nose. In any case, like I, I I do think like I agree with you, Mateo. Like I need to see more to be sold on this game, but um I I'm hoping that it'll be good. I'm definitely more sold on this game now than when they first showed it. Like when they first oh, showed it, and I know they barely showed anything, but I was still was like, What is this game? Now okay, there's a the costume mechanic, I'm a little bit more sold, and I think I just need to see a little bit more.
2: Yeah. One more trailer and then that's where yeah
1: that should. Sold. Hey, but yeah. if it's anything
0: like if it's anything like Super Princess Peach, you're gonna want to buy it when it like, around the time it comes out because uh, it's gonna be very expensive. What day? Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, I don't think anything on Switch is gonna be that expensive. There's gonna be so many out in the wild. Yeah, but the, who knows? In, It'll be late game. Huge. It'll be late game. So who knows? But anyway, saga, not the saga we're thinking about, but this saga um yeah. i don't know
0: what this game is uh, i don't think this looks interesting square enix it, it is there is it's a it's a longest. i know it's a series. series
1: yeah no i know but, but it to me doesn't look super interesting
0: yeah like i in watched my it, opinion, was like mm. like in my opinion actually i'm gonna talk about this quickly because this is actually kind of cool yeah then we can move on from saga just yeah. uh Tomb Raider this is in general, this part of the direct is the one that lagged and like the part that lagged and made me feel like uh whatever, but Tomb Raider is really cool. I actually might get these eventually. I've never played the original Tomb Raider trilogy. I'm a huge fan of the series now because of the modern trilogy. Those games are incredible so and being able to I always like to have uh like the option that some remasters do where they allow you to like cycle between the original look and the cleaner look yeah and from what i heard like these are actually really decent puzzle solving games if you pre order it now i think on switch you can get a bit of a discount and it comes out on valentine's day perfect time and the funniest thing out of all of this is that aspire is making it Thank God now that they're not making KOTOR. <laughs> well,
1: here's the thing. Yeah, no, thank God. As soon as I saw that they were attached to Kotor, I was like, hmm. But that's not even the thing to mention about Aspire. It's not even about that they've been dropped from the Kotor remake because they were were never like a really an established company Anything. that should have been doing a massive gaming remake like that. What is more notable is the fact that they announced DLC for Kotor 2, the restored content and then wasn't able to get it to work and canceled it. Wow. Yeah. So like I'm sure this will be fine. Like they're they they are not a company that is great at making games, but they they seem to be okay with remaking games, so we'll uh we'll see how these remasters go, but if they're
0: decent, I might pick them up eventually.
1: Yeah, they're they're the types of games that probably like they're not going to be amazing playing them now, but they are like a big relic of the past, like they're, they're part and part of gaming history, um, and have the same graphical um, graphical merit as this game, which is a game made in 2023.
0: Now, the only thing I'm going to say about Detective Pikachu Returns is, so, Tim Goodman's that Tim Goodman's dad... dad looks exactly like him? No, no, no. Tim Goodman's dad disappeared in the events of the first game. So you're telling me he disappears again and you have to look for him again in the sequel? Yeah, maybe. probably. <laughs> what? Maybe there's something <laughs> wrong with Tim, okay? like Maybe his dad just doesn't want to be found. No, <laughs> I think that, <laughs> I think
1: instead there's something wrong with the, the, the director of this game because when asked how come this game took so long to make, they said, well, we want to make sure we could utilize the power of the Switch system. And I look at this game and the graphics and I'm just like, you sure you didn't make no this hell. on a
0: GameCube? Yeah, are you I don't even,
2: like, yeah. <laughs> or did they just up res more 3DS textures?
0: Well, that's what this definitely is. Like this. Really, yeah, it's this, not great. This, this, on the 3DS, yeah. It's not I don't great. Know. Uh, this looks funny. Uh,.
1: trombone hero or whatever oh (laughs) gosh the meme it's so So good it it does look cool I'm not interested in this game in the slightest like I'm not going to buy it but I I do think it looks uh,
0: funny it's funny to watch
1: oh definitely Um, I was chuckling in the morning um, about this game it looks uh, very silly it's like the Um, second Switch game to
0: use this feature where you can like the IR like (laughs) hand distance feature yeah (laughs) <laughs> like, Do you think that you you
2: use your me's instead of those weird, like,
1: trombone people? I don't, I don't think so. That
2: would have been funny if you could use your me.
1: Yeah, it would have been. Um, this game, though, no, we're just going to skip over it. it just looks okay, like it's the okay, League it's, of Legends.
2: It's, yeah, League Spinoff. League ripoff. It's not, No,
1: this is, yeah, it's, it's just yeah, a, it's a league
0: ripoff. I used the wrong word. Like um, I said, this is the part of the direct that is the snooze fest. Like every yeah, this direct is... has
1: it. It's hey, and not all of it is snooze fest. To be fair, Contra okay. is Contra's really cool. cool. This Contra's is a big cool. deal
0: because it's really being my it it way, way
1: forward, which is like you know they're great. Contra is a classic series. It does look visually really cool. Um, so I, I like remember... I. No, think... oh, sorry. No, I just think this could be fun to play.
0: Yeah, if you remember the last Contra game that came out was really bad. So. It looks like they're yeah. going back to their roots for this one, and Way Forward has a fantastic pedigree. Yeah, uh, and, and and this game is a
2: stupid name.
1: Another game that just tries to be Fire Emblem that just doesn't look great.
0: Okay, hey, at first I thought this was an HD two D game being made by Square Enix, but it's no, it, it's just it some game. Seem, yeah, it it it, it kind of seems cool, and like Atlas is kind of like diversifying a little bit, I guess, but. This isn't the Persona, name. I don't care. Yeah, the basically. Name is so <laughs> bad. Oh my god. What, what is was the, the
1: name? The... I don't even remember.
0: Unicorn
2: Overlord. Yeah. Unicorn Overlo- Overlord. I can't even say it. Unicorn.
1: Like, uh, and like,
0: just yeah. Rewind it Rewind it to that slogan that was just before this. It's the most pretentious thing I've ever seen I've, in my life.
1: The rebirth of tactical fantasy. Yeah, let's. That uh,
0: is a load of crap, okay? Fire Emblem let's go. and Triangle Strategy say otherwise, okay?
1: There's lots at, like, of strategy. That's. Yeah. There. Anyways, but anyway. Uh, that's actually I mean, a clip right there. There's really. Yeah. There's really not much to say about this game. Um, other than, like, you know, it's great that it's going to be here, and I'm glad they dropped the Dark Moon name.
0: Yes, yeah. it's all uniform now. It shouldn't have been called Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. North America is the outlier in that title, with that title. Every other region in the world calls it Luigi's Mansion 2. And I'm going to buy this game just because it's called Luigi's Mansion 2. I never finished this game for whatever reason, so like it's a perfect way to jump back into it. And I really hope, actually, now, that the first Luigi's Mansion game somehow gets released on Switch or is uh, released on the successor or something like that, so you could potentially play 1, 2, and 3 all on the same platform. I think that would be really cool. I'm assuming um, that Switch Two is a thing and is backwards compatible, yeah, but well, yes, yeah, I agree. I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be, but uh, like this game, like aside from the character models, like I, I say it looks really good. Actually, like it, it looks basically this, like the the environments look more sim, a uh, more uh, uh, close to three than I thought they were going to look. Like Luigi definitely still looks like he's a 3ds. Uh, like an up res 3ds model, but I'm just and honestly, I forgot Polterpup was in this game. But the, the, um, I think the reason why I dropped off of it last time was because of the layout of the game, like how it was instead of it being one massive mansion or, or hotel in the case of three, yeah, it was a mission structure, smaller, yeah. I, I wasn't a fan of the mission structure and the bosses kind of were, eh, in my opinion, but, um, I'm actually looking forward to this game yeah i, I, I i'm glad to time. replay it yeah i don't know about you guys i
1: haven't replayed it since 3ds so it'll probably I'm feel played. very fresh yeah mm-hmm. um now this was really random well but... we've known about
0: this but like they yeah. they're it's it's having a direct
1: that's what i mean yeah. i i'm excited for this like when i do go to japan i will 100 percent go here um, and then here, oh, it here, here it is. Oh, here are the Amiibos so, that we had. To yeah, start. we had to. So this was we took our intermission because Ganondorf and Zelda went up. Now we could talk a little bit about that. In Canada, Zelda is a twenty one ninety nine dollar amiibo, and it, Ganondorf is a twenty four ninety nine dollar amiibo. So typically, twenty one ninety nine is how much Canadian amiibo are to, like now. So Ganondorf's a little bit more expensive. I, I suspect that's because he's bigger and he has that base, so probably more plastic. Oddly enough, Ganondorf had like a thousand more stock at Best Buy than Zelda did. So that's really weird.
0: Also, um, do you guys think these are going to have any features tied to them now? Because like yeah, they never announced we, anything in the direct. Yeah, no,
1: no, it's it's in the um,
0: oh it's yeah, in yeah, the code yeah, yeah, of the yeah. game. There are two yeah, yeah, un- inaccessible sale clauses, so yeah. they definitely do. Um, yeah, but features though, like I'm betting now that there's not going to be like a a Ganon a mode. Remote no but that stuff was never in breath of the wild
1: right like in tears of the kingdom didn't have that from any of its amiibos even the link one so i I wouldn't have suspected that however like now that we know that there's no breath of the Wild or tears of the kingdom dlc um i i I do think that that doesn't necessarily mean there won't be an update right like there will be an update when these come out because um they'll need to like unlock those uh cell claws. So yeah. it's very possible that they just add in like master mode, like as DLC, like not as DLC, but as like an update. Like because there's also yeah. in the game's code, there are gold monsters. Mm-hmm. So there and those could be left over from Breath of the Wild, but it, there could be an update, right? Like there's there's not gonna be an expansion, but I'd find it odd if they didn't have a master mode. Considering yeah. they had it in Breath of the Wild. So it's possible. But yeah, the other thing too that's very interesting is that get Ga- this Gandorf's first amiibo basically since the original Ganondorf Smash one, which is really cool. Um and then we also have these two, which were the most random amiibo when they first announced them. Um yep. it is so cool to see them because I'm hyped for them. Because
0: now I'll have all the Xenoblade amiibo. Mm-hmm. And these are a two pack.
1: These are and a two pack.
0: 5499 that to me is just absurd but yep.
1: you know what i will take it and this is these are also the first xenoblade brand in Amiibo. so i'm curious to see how the bases are going to look because all oh, the other yeah. xenoblade ones are smash ones
2: mm-hmm. so will they we'll see. do anything they must xenoblade right games? no i mean like even like the smash ones the smash series yep. ones do they do anything
1: yep so i i can't remember what shulk does in xenoblade 2 but um, n- sorry, we're getting to the other one. But I I can't remember what Shulk does in Xenoblade Two. Oh. But in Xenoblade Three, Shulk unlocks a Monado for the Sword Fighter class, and Pyra and Mithra unlock Aegis's for the Sword Fighter class. But this is
2: the one that matters.
1: Yeah, That's this right. is like big because we genuinely thought Sora wasn't having one. Sakurai kind of prepped us. He's like. Not all the amiibos might get figures. We hadn't heard anything about Sora. And Sora was the only one in Smash that didn't have Amiibo data, which means that Smash is getting an update. Yep. They're gonna have to update Sora's amiibo data into Smash. And you know how they like to do things? They might give us a little something else. They they always do that kind of stuff. They might update some little feature, add music here, add whatever. I'm not hopeful about it, but who knows? Um But yeah, we were close to just like custom making Mateo one because he needed to finish his collection.
0: Oh, man. I don't know exactly how much I've spent acquiring my Smash Bros. Amiibos. Too much. But but with this being announced, I can confidently say it was worth every penny. And for the last week, I had a feeling this was going to happen because there were rumors. Because Nintendo is re-releasing the Smash Bros. Pro Controller There's signs pointing to that they're re releasing the Smash Bros game, like the official GameCube controllers. Yeah, I heard that one. As well as reprinting and redesigning the back of all the Smash Bros Amiibos, taking away the references to consoles like the Wii U 3DS and Switch. So there are signs pointing to them rebranding Amiibo. And why do that if? You're not going to re-release Sora. And then other people put their reputations out on the line saying, yes, Sora is getting made. I've heard things that like this actually might be more expensive than the standard Amiibo just because of licensing costs with Disney. Other people have said, Sora, when you scan him, will give you an additional music track. I don't know whether that's true or not. I'm not getting my hopes up with that because someone said Simple and Clean and then some another person said it's going to be the song from Melody of Memories getting added.
1: I can't imagine it would be simple and clean, at least not the or like the the lyrical version. Like it would probably be the one that was in the trailer. See, I'm debating whether I buy one or two.
2: You got to buy four. <laughs> hey, I bought four banjo and
1: Part of me wants to have a sealed one, and part of me wants to have an open one. So we'll see where it goes. But either way, the rebranding could mean a lot of things. Like, I'm really feeling this way. I do think that Smash Ultimate is going to get the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe treatment on the next console. I don't think we're getting a Smash game on the next console. I think they're going to do a Deluxe treatment, and they're going to add, like, more DLC to it, and, like, support it again, like, reopen support for the game. And I think that's what we're going to get. And I think we'll get a new Smash game, the console after. Because I think they're going to look at Mario Kart as that model, right? Like Mario Kart did that. And I know we use a different scenario because it didn't sell as many copies. But like Mario Kart 8 was able to do that, right? Like it was able to sustain Mario Kart for like 10 years. And I feel like Smash Ultimate's the kind of Smash game that could do the same. So my that's how I'm interpreting the, the re-release of everything, because I think something Smash is coming, but I, I genuinely don't believe that there's a new Smash game coming. Like I can't uh, envision a new Smash game coming for launch for Switch 2, and if they're doing this now, that makes me feel like they're prepping for something being there when Switch 2 launches, and to me that feels like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Deluxe. And maybe yeah. that's even why they're doing the Sora Amiibo now, is because it's relevant again, because the game is about to be relevant again.
0: And Sakurai said in his amazing YouTube channel, like, if you're not subscribed or don't follow Sakurai's YouTube channel, you should. It's it's just so informative, and the work he does there is just fantastic. Very teaching people all the ins and outs of game development and secrets and things like that. But he said in there, I think it was in the Smash Bros. Brawl or Smash Bros. 3DS video that came out recently. He said, basically, he cannot see other like someone else working on Smash Bros. And to me, if he's saying that, maybe the conversations are being had at Nintendo. Like, obviously, Nintendo's going to want to keep the series going, this
2: game prints money so nintendo yeah. likes like, money
0: they're going to make smash bros with or without him so like if he wants it to be done his way he's got to basically like he's stuck making smash bros for he's the dead rest dead of his career it. yeah right but like, now
1: here's the, here's the thing about smash also like thinking about it cuz like sure they could be making a new one um but if they were to go the deluxe route for smash ultimate my concern is how do they incentivize people who bought smash ultimate on switch to buy it again without pissing them off Ooh,
2: because, i i have a i have a short answer for this but i would love to actually talk about like a what a potential new smash could be that could be like a podcast sort of no yeah. what
1: you're right maybe we maybe we cap this one and we say like hey let's yeah know what yeah i think great idea gino let's yeah for now let's let's leave i have a a really good idea okay and we look forward to hearing about it um we will if you're listening to this now we will link you to our future podcast once it comes out um but let's move on from sora i know we all want to talk about sora the the most exciting character to ever be added to smash bros we oh
2: look at this look at
1: the trophy horde yep
0: i got that in real life
1: no, you don't. Uh, no, you That's don't. Why? You do yes, not have. Do. No, no. Let's go. I. I. Good thing I have my pointer on this video. You do not have. Um. This one right here. Nor do you have these three. I have. Charizard. You have... He you Charizard. He has Charizard. Okay, okay, you have Charizard. You, you don't have these two. You do not have. Um. Where is she? Do not have this one.
0: Nor do you have this one. Nor do you have. You do have this one. No, I don't have player two variants. I, I I thought you have player bayonetta. two corn. Yeah, I have, Corrin, I have player two corn. Do you have I player have one Bay- bayonetta? I have, I have the bayonetta one bayonetta. I don't know which one. So that you have is. you player yeah
1: you have player two. So you're missing player one bayonetta, but you have both Corrin. So you're missing player two cloud. Mateo, you got it. You you just you're you not just even missing it. that many. You're literally only missing player two cloud, player one bayonetta. D- these two Pokemon and then Meta Knight, Inkling, Isabelle. Like it- it's not even that many. You should just go for it. For I'm every five comments,
2: Donatello has to buy a new amiibo.
0: I'm also missing the Famicom <laughs> Rob as well. But... That one
1: doesn't count though, because that's like what a paint job. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah that, that one I wouldn't hey, count. There
0: are two variants. Count that too, in my opinion. They're, they're the same thing. No, they're different but models. Anyone's... I'm. Expe- I'm uh, I'll, I'll take donations. Oh yes. Another. I,
1: another. When rumor. I saw this, I literally was like, "No!" And then it went like that, and I was expecting it to come out and be like HD, and I was like, "No, I'm gonna have to admit defeat to Jason." And then as soon as it popped back out and it said F099, there was all the cars. I was laughing. I was like giggling. I was like, "This is what F0 gets." Sorry, F Zero fans. I'm not, I am, I am fine if you get a game. I just don't believe you ever will.
0: Jules, uh, you would also have to have owed me an apology as well because I was also part of those conversations. I'm a massive F Zero fan as well. But I've, yes, uh, we have a different dynamic than with Jason, you know. Spoilers for the end of this trailer here, but, uh, this is already out and I've played it and it is extremely, extremely fun. Uh, I did very, very badly in my my games that I've played today. But I mean it works. A ninety-nine player death race of F Zero is is fantastic. And that sounds it like a
2: lot the, of fun.
0: The customization is fantastic because like in the original F-Zero there's only four cars. So or four racers. So it adds the visual sort of differences that you would want. And then also the the ability to like drive above the race and make up ground. That is so satisfying when you can get that off. But like it's carnage on the race course. Like it's more so than Tetris, Mario thirty five or Pac Man ninety nine. How if people amount, die
2: within the first five the, minutes.
0: The the rate in which players get eliminated is Friggin' fast. So, d- like, if you haven't played it, download it. Obviously, because we want a a regular like F Zero game being made. We want to show Nintendo that, that there's a there's an audience. But this is the best ninety nine game that has been made. And I've yeah. only played three races, and Fair. I can say like, I I never had that itch to go back to Pac Man or to Mario Thirty Five. Like I dabble with Tetris every now and again, but F Zero I can see like. I can see myself months from now going back and playing that game or still playing that game for the ma- that matter. So like it's such a fantastic game. Um I will say this game is really
1: cute. I won't buy it. Oh, the, uh, the Yordle game. The Yordle game. It looks very chill. And I love how League of Legends is just like expanding its brand by like taking characters and being like, what kind of game would work for this character? Um so I thought that this was like really, really cute. So um, is
2: this supposed to be kind of like a farm story game or Yeah, like... I think so.
1: That's what what it kind of looks like to me. Or it looks like Stardew Valley a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, a little bit kind of like that vibe. And then of course the one we already know, which they're gonna show now, which is Song of Nunu, um, which is like it a is? puzzle platformer, which looks really cute. Oh, it's a puzzle game? It's a puzzle platformer, so it's like it's like a platformer with like puzzle elements, like you know. Yeah. Like yeah. So, um, and it's cool because you can play as Nunu Willump, and you can play as um, Brom. I don't know any of the League of Legends characters, but
2: this looks very fun. And dude has an epic mustache. Yeah, Brom's cool. cool. Is it
0: available? Is this game available on other platforms?
1: Yeah, this is uh, available on other platforms as well. All
0: right. All
1: right. Um, now this is literally one warrior's voice is terrible. Two.
0: I can voice Wario better than this guy. Don't yeah, his new bad. voice
1: actor's pretty bad. But that yep. being said, other than that, this game is like a pure return to form for Lady Wario. Lady Wario.
0: Like literally best. like
1: Like, WarioWare Gold was to WarioWare Touched what this game will be to WarioWare Smooth Moves. Because I believe the best WarioWare games were Touched and Smooth Moves. And Gold was kind of like a spiritual successor to Touched. And now this is a spiritual successor to Smooth Moves. And it looks really good. Like, I'm very excited. is this game called Smooth Moves 2 in Japan? It is. And it also has co-op in the um, main story, which was said in the first trailer. Which is really good. And then obviously it has all these fun little silly modes. Um which I'm very, very excited about. Like I I love WarioWare. Warrior, Wear. Warrior is so fun.
0: <laughs> I have this pre-ordered. I had to get free shipping really? on my uh You're
1: getting it physical? What, what
0: amiibo was it? I pre ordered an amiibo. It was my oh no. Yeah, was there an amiibo that got uh
1: maybe. I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was my um, the big man amiibo, yeah, big man joke that he lost the Splatfest, fest. By the way, I need free shipping on uh, that amiibo, so so you know what? I'll pre-order uh, pre-order Warrior Wear. even though it's a sixty-five dollar add-on to my
1: uh, your purchase, my
0: order. But you know what? I said, screw it, I'll buy it.
1: Bang, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be getting it digitally. That's the kind of game I want digital. Okay, but this one here,
2: this game here. I was telling Mateo, I was looking at this game, and I'm like, hey, if a Chrono Trigger remake ever happens, I would like it to look like this.
1: Like this instead like of a thr- fully 3D
2: background, completely drawn out characters because a Toriyama's art style is style. yeah.
1: I would actually be I really good. I would love
2: idea. it to look like that.
1: I agree. That's actually a great idea. Um, and then obviously there's some other headlines. Eastward, I've heard nothing but good things. So it's cool that it's getting a um, an expansion. Um, oh, I very thought Octotown cool. was the name of the game.
0: Octopia. Um, and yet another tactics game, Wargroove Two. Uh, this was keeping the torch alive for advance wars while uh, Nintendo was not doing anything with advance wars. And then also, Dave the diver, I've heard a lot of really good things about this game it's It's kind of weird, like
2: this you, looks really funny
0: you're a fisherman, you're a fisherman who delves underwater, catches his fish, but then you bring your fish to your sushi restaurant and you make sushi and it's like a cooking sort of business game. It's it's, it's really like crazy. You're oh, a chef food?
2: that sources your own ingredients. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, so can I just, as we move into Mario Kart, tell you what happened to me this morning? I mean, I, w- I was trying not to look at social media while I was watching, but my one friend had messaged me during I can't remember which segment. One of the segments, and I responded to something, okay? Now, When I first started up the Direct, it didn't start till 7.02 for me, and I thought that was really weird. It's like, it's so late. What I didn't realize is I was two minutes behind. So, when that section just happened, with all those games I didn't care about, I opened my phone. And the first thing that popped up when I opened my phone was, oh my god, Diddy and Funky Kong, yes. And I was so disappointed. Because I was like, I'm happy for Diddy, but I'm so sad Pauline isn't in the game. And I literally went into this being like, Adrian, don't get your hopes up. I've seen the two characters. You're not going to care. And so we're like watching this. And it's like, okay, cool. Daisy course, whatever. And then like, we're waiting for the characters. Daisy
0: course after your story.
1: Um, But we're waiting for the characters. So then we're like watching this and then they show Diddy and I'm like, okay, Diddy, Funky, I I already know. Which Which is hype. But then when they when they go and also Pauline and Peachette, which because they added two more characters than they were supposed to, I actually went nuts because I was like, I actually had no, like I would did not suspect that. <laughs> people yeah, are upset are about Peachette mode. online. Uh, people online are like, why would they choose Peachette over these other characters? I'm like, they bro. Want but I'm like, bro, like we're supposed to get two less characters. Like, don't complain about extra stuff.
0: Yeah. But anyways, I thought like there was a very concrete idea of what courses were going to be in this uh, this booster pack because there there was like that thing where like okay, there's going to be probably the two city tracks. There's going to be Dino Dino Jungle, Mushroom uh, City, or DK Mountain. Literally nothing we know because what they did is
1: last time they shook it up nothing from the leaks was correct last time they made like game changes
0: oh so yeah then that's that makes sense then because i thought there was a uh an actual like a theory going around with like rainbow road we is going to end it and then there was going to be a new bowser's castle uh there might be like we there still could be um but yeah, this was a surprise. Nobody knew about Daisy. Nintendo. Nintendo has made up for the Herculean error that was made in the base game of Mario Kart Eight by not including Diddy Kong. Okay, it took them to the ver- the very last moment, humanly possible, to include him in the game. But at least he's in the game. We can say that with certainty now. Because there were times where I was worried that Diddy Kong was not going to be in this game. Diddy Kong, if you don't remember, was my main in every single Mario Kart game he was available in. And to not have him in Mario Kart 8 was devastating. Because he should have been there. And then it was always like, they're doing DLC characters for the, the, the base game. Oh, he's not there. They're doing DLC they're doing new characters for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. He's not there. He's doing him for the boot the characters for the booster course, and it took them until now to include him. So, it's pretty nuts. I can they just, just hate Don Kong. Exhale and be happy that I can have Diddy Kong in a racing game again. I'm very happy. And now we have the best
1: announcement of the day.
0: Yes screamed the second i saw the book and heard the very first notes of the song i screamed to gino thousand year door this leaked like three directs ago or two directs ago and it kind of like went under the radar the last two times because obviously nothing came of it right
2: well yeah, well what deflated the whole rumor was uh, super mario rpg
0: yeah that
1: well that did but also i just think in general like when there's so much circulating sometimes it's hard to tell like sure it leaked but if it didn't gain traction it wasn't like a true leak but like yeah this was a shock i'm so excited for this game it was definitely the best game of all time best game of all time ever made um and remade into the beautiful art style of the new Paper Mario games. Because regardless of how you feel about the new Paper Mario games, they are stunning visually. And I'm so happy to see this game being remade in this, like, very papery style. N- not just the graphics themselves, but even just, like, the music is redone. Oh, even the, the
2: pop-up book effects for this. Yeah, that's
1: what I was going to say. Like, even just the effects. Like, look at that ink, right? Like, they just, like... Like, this game is gonna look so good, and I really hope that two things come of this. The first being that they do this same thing with the first Paper Mario game. Yeah, the
2: first Paper Mario game definitely needs a
1: lot of love. Use it, yeah. And, and then that they recognize that this is what people want out of Paper Mario, and that the next time they release a new Paper Mario game, it follows this same kind of battle system that the first and second game made like what people were initially sold on. So I, 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 would like to think that because they're remaking Mario RPG and this, that they're starting to get that, like people want it. So
0: very excited. Another thing that I really want to happen with this game is I want this game to be the best selling game in the series, because if it breaks records, it'll show Without a doubt, this is what people want. And as you were talking just now, Jules, I looked up the series sales for Paper Mario. The highest-selling game in the series was Super Paper Mario, only at 4.23 million copies yeah, sold. it's true. Okay, So that is very achievable, I think, because of the massive amount of outcry that there has been for this Paper Mario game specifically. Thousand-Year Door is, in my opinion the best game in the series for multiple That's not an reasons. opinion. No, no. Yeah, well, well, well the first we one... I know people no, no, have we bad. don't
1: say... No, no, no. We don't say in my opinion when talking about Thousand Year Door. Oh, Thousand yeah. Year Door is an objective masterpiece
0: better than all other games in existence. So, anyways, it's the best <laughs> Paper Mario game, and if you looked up how much a copy goes for on GameCube, you're stinging to the heavens right now because Paper Mario on uh, Thousand Year Door on GameCube is... Like a minimum, I think, a $100 game. Yeah. You're getting it's like a $110, $150. For 100. I've seen it in the high hundreds back in the day. And just this game, I had a very similar opinion of Met- when I saw Metroid Prime Master. I was elated to see Metroid Prime Master when it was first shown, but then on repeat viewings of the trailer, because I've seen this, like, seven times already, I'm like, oh, well, it doesn't look like it's changed that much visually. But then when I watch the comparison videos, that the the many comparison videos of this trailer compared to the moments of the actual original game, it's a night and day difference. The lighting is so much better. The textures are so much better. They added, like, small details, like Mario's house. There's that picture of all his partners from the first game that was not in the original Thousand Year Door. you could have
1: sworn, sworn that photo was there in the original. No, it was, no, not. It was not. It was not there. Oh. The only reference to the original partners in the original was Paracare at the very beginning and Bo in the sixth chapter. That's the only references to any of the partners in the first game.
0: But like I find it really strange that the logo is oriented the way it is. It's a pop up book. Yeah. I get that, but it's just, it looks weird. I just don't, that's the one gripe I have is I just don't, like, I get it's the pop up book. It's just, it's just, it's not pleasing to see. It's Paper Mario, but 3D. I wish they would have just kept the original logo, but, like, it's weird how it's, like, Super Mario RPG remake is just called super mario rpg and this is just called paper mario the thousand year door but luigi's mansion 2 hd is luigi's mansion 2 hd like there's no consistency with these names but nintendo going back to thousand year door was something that fans have wanted for such a long time because of the direction of the paper mario series since it basically like super paper mario is an outlier
1: even Super Paper Mario, though, was panned when it came out. Yeah, it, yeah, It's gotten, like, a lot of love lately because of where the series went, and then people started to realize how good they had it and how, like, the things that they changed in Super Paper Mario weren't actually, like, fundamentally core things about Paper Mario that disappeared, just gameplay. Whereas, like, obviously you look at Sticker Star and, like, even Origami King, which try to be more like the original Paper Mario in terms of mechanics, but, like, the soul is sucked out.
0: And for a lot of us, probably everyone at the Hub World, you and Joe included, Jules and Gino, this was one of our like break glass in case of emergency games. Like this is like the silver bullet. You can you can shoot this off at any time, and you like this will be a massive announcement. This is one of those amazing games that they could have released it at any point, and it would have been a big deal. Like in a way i'm kind of happy it's coming out at the end of the switch's lifespan because it's something for us to look forward to and everything aside from this has like a like a spring like a uh, like a january to like i think splatoon said spring window right so there's a good chance this comes out after april yeah
1: this and but, luigi's mansion are a little later yeah
0: luigi's mansion summer actually so this could even be so, later than luigi's this mansion this
1: might be the fall this might be like the last switch game
0: yeah it could be like uh, paper mario closing out the 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 wii u and closing out the uh, the switch potentially here
1: well that's the thing is this the kind of game that's safe to put at the end of a lifespan because yeah. they know that the people who love this game will buy it so even if this game doesn't sell great it's still gonna sell as good as the original did which like if they only sold two million copies of this i don't think they're gonna be upset it's not what they want. Like, obviously, they want to aim for more. Like, it's not even a gamble for them. Like, that's the thing is it's safe. They know it will sell because people have been asking for it. So it doesn't matter that it's late game Switch. It'll at least make a baseline of, like, we will break even.
0: I'm just so happy this exists. Like, yeah. this literally, the Direct for me before this was, like, a 4 out of 10. Like, it was yeah, the lowest same. I've been on a Direct in a very long time. It makes the Direct go from a 4 to a 6 out of 10 yeah like four
1: to an eleven.
0: no, this one game, game, one game in my grading system, I've been having this for for years, when I've looked at directs. So I always give scores to things. A game has the potential to move a direct up two points on my scale. This is not a game.
1: game. This is the game for you, it's the game. For me, it's an amazing game,
2: Jules, I love your
1: dedication. <laughs> So me and Joe were the Nintendo trendsetters of our elementary school class, okay? When we got DSs, everybody got DSs. And the game we got them all hooked on to get DSs was Mario Kart DS. And then everybody got a DS. Paper Mario was the GameCube game. We did Nintendo's work. We literally were like, this game is going to be the best game to ever come out Ever. All the way up till this game came out, and every single person, every single boy in our class who did not have a GameCube and could afford a GameCube at that point, all bought it for Paper Mario. Like, everybody this year, everybody's birthday, everybody's group gift was a GameCube with Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. I'm not even kidding.
0: You're lucky that Paper Mario: Thousand Year Door ended up being as good as it was. Because what if it wasn't? You yeah. got hindsight looking back at it. You look. You're looking pretty good. Eleven-year-old Giuliano is is a genius.
1: We knew this game would be perfect because me and Joe played the first one. We were the only two people who played the first one, and we were in love with this game. Like this was me and Joe's. Favorite game, like probably the foundation of our friendship, and like we were so immensely hyped for this game.
2: Genuine question for you, Jules yeah. was uh, Was everyone PlayStation like
1: oriented? No, no they style? just didn't have systems. They just no, they were actually Nintendo oriented. They either didn't have systems or they they got Nintendo because me and Joe again were the trendsetters, and we we were Nintendo people.
0: And Thousand Year Door is your Banjo Kazooie, like if Banjo-Kazooie were to be announced at a show, I would be the way you're feeling towards this direct right now. Like I would be like, that was amazing, that was the best thing ever, and I completely understand that.
1: So Now, that being said, one other thing is I just really hope that I only ever have to own one copy of Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door on Switch, because I'm notoriously, even though it's my favorite game, I've had to own so many copies of Paper Mario for GameCube because I always had the worst luck. Oh, they broke. Uh, I fit, okay, so listen, we when the game came out because everybody was getting it, and like we were kids, right? So like we marathoned games, but we marathoned games in a different way because we were bad at games. We had like this big class race of like who's going to beat Paper Mario Thousand Your Door. Joe got to the Shadow Queen first, like weeks before everybody else. Could not beat her. Uh, like Brandon got there, could not beat her. And then I got there, and I was the first one to beat the Shadow Queen. And I was so excited. I remember like calling Joe and being like, "I win! I beat her!" Because he beat me for the first game. He we both got stuck on Bowser, and he was the first one to beat Bowser in the first game. But I was like, "I win!" I was so excited. Took the game out, put it out, and my dog stepped on it and shattered the the thing. Like literally, after beating it, the same day I beat it, it was destroyed. And then. And then And then like, like probably like a year, a year and a half later, I think my mom got me another copy and that one got lost, I think in a move or something like that. And then I ordered another copy. I don't know if you guys remember this, but me and Riley did a big order of GameCube games that we ordered. They were used games from Eevee Games online and half of them came so scratched they didn't work. And this Paper Mario was one of them. And then finally, I bought my fourth copy, like I think whatever four or five years ago, and that's been like my copy that has survived. So I'm just hoping that Roxas doesn't eat my Switch version.
0: Well, <laughs> good thing that the Switch cartridges taste like garbage. Yeah, and he probably make won't. people vomit. So it's true. I yep. think you're safe <laughs> for that. I'm just so happy I don't have to plug my GameCube in to, to play this, play yeah. this game because I have I've had the itch, and now I can wait. Yeah, if they yeah.
2: added the Luigi stuff, like as in like what they did with the like the Mario and Luigi saga, where they like added in a bunch of stuff, like uh like Bowser, the Bowser's minion I stuff. Know. I would love, I would have loved for this to be Paper Mario:
1: The Thousand Year Door and Luigi's Adventure. I know I want it, but I don't think they're doing that, I, and that's okay. Like, don't touch perfection, you know. It's perfect.
0: Yeah, exactly. You don't. I would just like to point out: Do you realize that this is the third direct now? So, three in a row, we've gotten GameCube game remasters. We've gotten Metroid Prime Remaster. We've gotten Bat and Kaidos 1 and 2 Collection. We've gotten Pikmin 1 and 2. And now we've got Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. we got six games in the last three directs that were from GameCube. I think Nintendo... I think that's this solidifies their strategy with the GameCube. I'm not expecting there to be NSO GameCube or anything like that. I am willing to now confidently say that the game, and we even got Mario Sunshine, like, there's there's a lot of GameCube games that are playable on Switch now. If we get Wind Waker, if we get Twilight Princess, like, I think those are standalone releases. There is a market to resell these games and not include them as part of the subscription service. I think it's very obvious now that this is what Nintendo's doing. Like, I'm looking at my GameCube library right now, like, they could put out Forgotten ge- gems like you could put custom Robo out. You could put Chibi Robo out. You could put you could re-release Metal Gear Solid, Twin Snakes. The only one I think Nintendo probably wouldn't touch is Melee because that's just a, a minefield.
1: Yeah, I I don't think a game like that makes sense too.
0: But like Pokemon Coliseum, Pokemon XD, Sonic Adventure, and Sonic Adventure Two in there with a partnership with Sega, Eternal Darkness, F Zero GX. Billy Hatcher there's so many games like yeah Billy Hatcher would be good like a lot of these games have never left the Gamecube so there's no better time I think than this upcoming era that we're going into now where they could just re-release these games anyways I could go off just spouting Gamecube games for hours Uh, is there anything else you guys want to add about Paper Mario Thousand Your Door?
1: Uh, No I think uh, that's pretty, pretty much everything I want to say
0: Yes yeah, honestly
2: I could I could keep going on and on and on about like how excited I am. But I don't think I'll be ever I'll ever
1: be as excited as Jules is.
0: Or Joe. Yeah. Can't forget about Joe. Joe yeah. is also very, very excited. So anyways, that brings us to the end of today's episode. If you liked what you heard today, hit that like, subscribe, or follow button below. If you want to contribute to the conversation, let us know about any ideas you have for upcoming episodes or just share your thoughts. Leave us a comment. We'll see you next time at The Hub World. Microsoft make a new banjo game. See everyone.
1: See ya.
2: See ya.